Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Why was I finna say, I'm your real host, <laughs> Sunset Tim? I don't know why I finna say that. I don't know why. I don't know why. No idea. How you feeling today? You want to go first? Did you hear my stomach? I did. Are you all right? I'm okay. Just make noises sometimes. That is it's different. fine. It's different. It's fine. I feel good. I feel. I feel like today I could have had more anxiety than that. I actually, I actually controlled it. Yeah. You know, I didn't go up. I feel like I could have been to a seven, solid seven today. But like I said I'm, I'm very happy with my self control and grounding myself in. Coming back to who I am. Very we proud of that today. We love that. Feeling real confident. Feeling real mob boss like. We love that. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling. I do have a little bit of anxiety, just like time constraints. That's it. But for the most part, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling more sure of myself. I feel like. I'm starting to notice things and just become more self-aware. And I was having a conversation with myself earlier today, and I was just saying that I want to take the time to spend that time with myself, to connect with God and connect with myself, in a sense. Because I feel like I kind of, like, didn't do that as much lately. So I want, been you know, leaning into spending more time on myself like when it comes to like my mental health i get that but overall i'm feeling good i am i'm feeling like you like a boss i like crime if people don't know that about me i let y'all know i like crime a lot what's your favorite crime show i don't know what uh american gangster is good it's one of my favorites to watch the irishman is a good one uh the many saints the many saints of newark is good too I ain't finished The Godfather all the way through. But I love anything crime related. I really do. Real life crime, too. Why real life crime? Certain crimes. I ain't going to say all crimes. But I like crime. I don't know what it is, though. We're going to get you checked in somewhere. You probably should. But like I do love a good mob story. I'm sorry. I, I it hits me well. It suits me well. I don't know what it does. It it breeds a lot of confidence in me. But what's crazy is I like crime too, though. True crime, 
I really got on a true crime kick. We love Sisters Who Kill podcast. I put them on there. You like crime, Sisters Who Kill. Yes, it's so good. So good. Like, I tried to binge. Well, I ended up binging it, and I was like, hold up now. I didn't have too much because you got to slow and steady with that type of stuff. For sure. But anyways, how are y'all doing? From the cubes. Take a minute to check in with yourself. Be real with yourself. How are you truly doing? We can't get past those emotions if we don't feel them. So check in. Now with that out the way, what are we rapping about today? Today we're talking about change. We are approaching the new year. The new year. Quarter one for the business people. Quarter one. <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing that a lot lately, like with business. Q1. Q1, Q2, like, okay. Nigga, I didn't even know you had an email. He's talking about Q1. (laughs) But yeah, we're approaching the new year. And I mean, the new year aside, I really just wanted to get into change and talk about how you are allowed to change. Yeah. I think just jumping right into it, there's a lot of negativity sometimes based around change. Like you hear stuff like, oh, they went and did this and they changed. Oh, they got money and they changed. Oh, they mm-hmm. X, Y, Z and they changed. I can't changed. wait till the day people say I got money and I changed. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> like that's the point. That is the point. I'm definitely, I'm definitely very excited for that day. Yeah. So, and I just feel like it's a lot of, like I said before, a lot of negativity. And sometimes that can make you feel like change. Like some people, I've even heard people say, yeah, him, they don't change. Like I like that. I lo- like, have you ever heard people oh, yeah, praise yeah. people for like, yeah, you stayed the same after all these years. That's not good. Because well, they like to have a consistent image of you in their mind. Exactly. That it fits where they want you at. So yeah. that's why people adore people like, oh, they ain't never changed. They stayed the same for mm-hmm. me and this, that, and the third. If somebody, anybody, you know, you can say they never, you know, changed on me or anything like that, you really don't know that person that well. Agree. They don't know themselves. And a quote that I heard a while ago was like, it's, People only understand from their level of perception, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you no longer fit into someone's perception, their idea of what you should be, mm-hmm. that's, when you that's scary. That, that's when you get that you've changed. That's scary to them. We've so, all changed, though. Yeah, we all have changed. Naturally. Even if you don't consciously go about the process of adding change to your life, you're going to naturally just change from you know, boy to man, girl to woman. It, yeah. It's a natural progression that you go through. Agreed. And the universe don't move without change. Mm-mm. It does not move. Like, I think that's one of my favorite things about existing in this time, in this space, is everything around me is changing. And even if you don't think you're changing, you're changing. For sure. Sometimes, you know, we can feel stagnant or feel like you're in a cycle. My daughter's favorite thing to say. Oh, my God. Yeah, she she a little woman. But like you told me before... Things are always changing. They're either getting worse or they're getting better. Yeah, in fact. We're always evolving into something. Nothing, like you say, is stagnant. Yeah. At all. This entire world is a consistent um, bubble of change. Mm-hmm. And we have to be not necessarily ready for it because change don't really care if you're ready. At all. So, but we have to be accepting of it if we want to have some type of positive mm-hmm. experience with change. Yeah. So, with all the negative myths about change you can sometimes feel like you're obligated to stay the same like you obligated to not change up 
on your on the homies, on family. But at the end of the day, no matter how much you evolve and no matter how much you change and transform, those people are always going to be on your side, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, if, if people really down for you, they accept this new version of you. And, yeah, and, accept, yes. And if they have to handle this new version of you in, in a different way, then that's just how it be. But it, it makes you better than we have to, you know, complete the transformation all the way through. Yeah. Can't let other people's opinions of us or other people's um perception. Perception, but I wanted to say it more like people have a picture of who we are. And then once we don't look like that picture no more, you know, it's kind of different for them to, mm-hmm. to address us, to, yeah. you know, look at us. Yes, just to look at us is, is kind of different. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's different emotions. You know what I'm saying? When you look at somebody and they not, they don't even visibly look anything like the person that you knew. What's crazy is though, the way that people see you, you don't even see yourself that way. Like we all perceive sure. ourselves different than the way someone else perceives us. But my point is, don't allow someone else's perception of you to stop your growth, to stop your transformation and the change that should naturally be happening in your life. Yeah, and then a lot of change will seem like a failure too. That's another negative side of change. It seems like you're failing. Please explain. Like you, some changes come about and you don't necessarily like them. Your money situation has changed this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody, that happens to a lot of people. One year you make a whole bunch of money. Yeah, especially in an entrepreneurial space. Yeah, yeah, especially in their world. And then the next year you don't make a lot of money. Changes happen. Your money is different. Now you can look at this like you failed somewhere. Something went wrong because you didn't make more money than you did last year. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at it as an opportunity to learn from this experience. Definitely. Not that it's a failure. It's just a new experience. Now you have the experience from making a lot of money to getting back to a median or where you're comfortable that I feel like you can skip through that kind of process. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when people get hit with that kind of change, they look like, damn, I fell off. Damn, I did something wrong. Yeah. But all in all, again, nothing is nothing is stagnant. So your money going to have ups and downs. It's always yeah. going to be a, a different number every time your bag come in. Yeah, agree. And it's that's just with anything in life. Life yeah. ebbs and flows. And you have to learn how to flow with the universe and what, like this existence that you're in right now. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you, like going back to my situation about the paper, like, when you're going through a situation where you don't got it, you apply different logic to the solution than when you do got it, mm-hmm. right? If you can't afford a photographer, you just pay the photographer to come shoot the photos. When you can't, now you apply a different level of creativity to see if you can do it. Yeah. What did you tell me about the crabs or the lobsters the other day? Because I feel like that's really, that's relevant to what you're saying. Change. Oh, um, I forget the name of the book that I was reading. The where 12 I got Rules the of Life. 12 Rules of Life. Yeah. I don't know the author's name. In chapter one, he speaks about the similarities between lobsters and humans. humans. Mm-hmm. Lobsters live kind of like we do. They look for shelter. They stay in a certain area. They look for prime real estate location and um, a good source of food, of course. They look for mates. When lobsters then, or male lobsters mostly, are confronted with each other, I want their rock. No, no, that's my rock. <laughs> kind of thing. They fight, of course. Someone loses. And if a lobster loses bad enough, their brain will almost dissolve okay, and develop a new brain mm-hmm. that now suits them in the class that they are in now. Okay. Because they was top dog. Mm-hmm. Thinking like top dog, 
and living in a lower rank would cause him to get in more battles, and he's injured right now. He can't win right now, so he needs to think in a different fashion. Change has happened to this man because of this. Mm -hmm. So he has to approach life differently. Yeah. So change is everywhere, even under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Change <laughs> is everywhere. And a lot of lobsters, like from that example, don't recover and they stay at that level. Yeah. Do you think that we were having a conversation about this the other day when you first told me? And I was like, I perceived it as like, oh, that's that's good. But you was like, but is it really though? Is it really? He lost his confidence. He don't want to fight or try to get back to a place that he was in. I guess it depends on how you accept your change. Yeah. I don't know. I think it could be a positive thing. Cause I look at it look at it as if the more you experience things, I love that. I guess what I'm really thinking about is that his brain dissolved and he got a new brain. And he had to think his way into the Right. Life and again. so to me, that's like waking up every day with a clean slate. But that's really not what that book is saying, honestly. <laughs> really I think that's the part I heard and was like, mm, okay. But the more we experience things, the more we can apply those things to our life. Mm -hmm. And like if we experience something similar, we apply what we learn to it, to yeah. that situation. It changes all around us. Yeah. So we ground ourselves back into the question, when is change actually necessary? When do you know something has to happen differently now? You asking me? I'm asking you. You have I an example like in your life where you like, not nah, change hasn't Absolutely. Happened. I feel like when, you know, as human beings, we want comfort. I think mm -hmm. we don't realize that. Like, you know, we may seek success. I don't know, all the other tangible things that you can think of but, but we actually it all rounds back to comfort and i think change is necessary when the current moment is no longer comfortable mm. it's a good, it's, a good it, be, it begins to be uncomfortable because the comfort comfort can happen two ways you have all these tangible things and you're comfortable or mentally you know what I'm saying? Mentally, you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Your current situation, like you ever heard people say, get out your comfort zone. Like you're in yeah. your comfort zone. So you're not doing all of these things that can help you in your future, help your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul, because you're in your comfort zone. So I think whenever your comfort zone begins to be uncomfortable, change is necessary. That is a very good answer. Thank you. I appreciate that. What do you think, though, when change, when is change necessary? I agree with you. When the comfort zone is uncomfortable, change is necessary. You can feel a breaking point coming. Mm. When something is no longer serving you, you can feel a breaking point coming. And breaking you have point. to initiate change then. Mm -hmm. A lot of times with humans, what we go through in life, we've built so many comforts that we can now initiate change. We have houses to shelter us from the weather and things like that so we don't have to switch as much as like animals outside in nature have to switch daily right depending on the weather we as humans have advanced to the point where we can control when we need to change so when that breaking point comes about that's usually when most people want to change you know what i've heard about break po breaking points mm -hmm. i've heard your breaking point may become your breakthrough I get that. And it makes sense because 
a lot of times when we hit a breaking point where we feel like I can't, I literally can't take no more, it sparks something in us and it it gives us the momentum, the know-how to do the thing to get us out, I guess, of that breaking point, which sometimes result as a breakthrough. Yeah, it can. A lot of times breaking points can feel like anxiety as well. Oh, yeah. Fight or flight is a perfect sign of a breaking point coming. When your body gets stiff, when you walk it into work, you just don't, it's you like you're dragging your body to that door. You just don't yeah. want to come in. You have reached a breaking point. Yeah. You know what I think of breaking, when I think of breaking points, I think of the lost souls in the movie Soul. Yeah. Think of that. Love that movie. I just love, I'm going to tell you, Disney knew what they was doing. Was it Disney? I think that's Disney and Pixar. They knew. They be, Disney eats. I'm sorry. They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. When you, when you reach that fight or flight moment about things, when you think about it, relationships, whatever it might be, that is a clear sign that you need you need to get out of this. You need to change. Yeah. yeah, when you literally just, it's hard for you to exist in that space. Like so, you feel like you can't breathe. Yeah, so the first step in change is like assessing mm-hmm. that, that there has to be something done. Yeah. You observe it, you admit that there has to be something done. I can't keep going. I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Becoming you know, aware, yes. That breaking point. It's like the first step. You have coming aware, like you said, is the first step. You can't you can't move forth in action until you actually admit that something is actually happening. Yeah, until you acknowledge, definitely. Because a lot of times our love will leave us blind and also our ego will mm. leave us blind. Yes. We're gonna get really we're gonna get in depth into the role that ego plays and change here a little later. I will I can't wait. I'm <laughs> excited. Confronting is the next stage in change. Actually sitting face to face with what you need to address and how is it has it affected you and how you can move forward. And the first thing I think you need to do is forgive yourself. Agreed. I know we can be so hard on ourselves. We lend so much grace to other people when they make mistakes, but we rarely have that same empathy for ourselves when we need to make change. Mm-hmm. We badger ourselves. How could I be so stupid? Yeah. I've been doing this so long, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been taking this shit right here. I've been blah, 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 whatever it might be. Go ahead and forgive yourself. There's no need to go on a bashing spree, beating down your confidence, beating down every little remarkable thing you did do in that time period. Mm-hmm. but ultimately didn't give you the results you were looking for. It's okay. You learned a lot. You didn't, you're not starting over from zero. You're starting from experience. We've said that before. I agree with that 100%. I've been told, mm-hmm. I literally was told the other day that I give people the benefit of the doubt, especially like when it's business related. I give people yeah, the do. benefit of the doubt. But do I give myself the benefit of the doubt? Mm-mm. I don't think I do as much as I lend that to other people. No. And I wanted to, you said something about, you know, you focused on all the things that went wrong, and but you, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see the things that went remarkable in your life. Yeah. Perspective is everything. It is. Perspective, Perspective is, is everything. And it can either lead you astray or lead you into an amazing direction. Yeah, so our, our personal perception controls so much of what we do mm-hmm. in this world. Um, cause it has a big factor on our confidence and how we move forward Yeah, with our ability, 
we believe we can do what we believe we can do. Agreed. And we attack the things we believe we can do. Yeah. So a lot of us, if you believe you can do small things, you will accomplish a lot of small things. Mm -hmm. But if you have the belief that you can accomplish big things, then, of course, yes, you can accomplish so many bigger things. Yeah, and I think, too, if you believe you can do small things, that in itself will give you the courage to believe that you can do big things. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are inter interconnected. Yeah, I think a lot of people believe they can stack small blocks, but if you want to build a house, the stones have to get bigger. Mm -hmm. After a while, these small blocks have to grow into, you know, bigger size ones for you can actually have a place of comfort to come back to inside of you. Agreed. You have to submit to change. I think so often in our lives, we believe in our current systems so desperately, we will ignore clear signs that we are headed in the wrong direction. Mm, I love that word, submit. Yes, and there are systems. I don't think most people acknowledge the systems that we have in our lives. Everybody has a system to get money. Yeah. have a system to take care of themselves mentally. Yeah. A system to take care of themselves physically. But a lot of times we'll ignore them because they've become so automatic that we turn right to them before we even know it. We're already 50% into the action because it's just our automatic motion. Yeah, and I want to go back to that word submit. It, it reminds me of the word surrender. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we are resistant and we go against the natural flow of things because we haven't submitted. We yeah. haven't surrendered. To what's going on. To what should naturally be happening. Yeah. And, and too many times, when you fight surrendering, you only get deeper and Bruh. deeper. And deeper. It gets so much worse. <laughs> There's no way out of getting around submitting to certain situations. Agreed. It's the only way through. It's to kind of like, like you say, fill it all the way through. Let it happen, bro. Yeah. It, submit to it and then you can find new comfort. Yeah. Not submitting or not surrendering, it creates anxiety. Yeah. It creates all these low vibrational feelings, the the, the feelings that, you know, fuck our mental health up. Mm -hmm. That's what that does. It gets so much easier when you just surrender. Yeah. It fights against what we naturally know when you don't surrender. Yeah. I know I should be doing this, but man, I know I've lost a lot of money in this casino. Mm -hmm. but you know, you just like, I'm going to go roll the dice one more time yeah. just to see what happens. Yeah. That usually never pans out well. Nah. For anybody when they roll that dice for the last time. Yeah. Ultimately, ego is the enemy of change. Yeah. It stops all change. A large, unshaped ego is too strong to admit or accept any flaws in their system. Agreed. Yes. At all. Like, a, a large ego could never. Ego, like, stops you. At every turn, you feel like, oh, I'm too old for that. Oh, I can't be going through that. I'm too good for that. I can't, that's beneath me. I can't, yeah. I can't step down to that, bro. No, no, I can't step, no, I can't do that. Ego stops all change mm -hmm. in its tracks because you're not willing, again, to submit. Yeah. You, you can't adapt to, to new systems because you just have so much belief in this. And if this is actually wrong, then I have been wrong. And I know I ain't wrong. I have, you know, I love conversations about ego and I have so much to say, but I want to keep it relevant to today's topic. <laughs> you do. You would go. <laughs> I will go on and on about the ego. Baby. Y'all yeah. don't know. Ego is not who we truly are. 
when we're operating from our ego, that's not, that's not, it's, it's not us operating from our soul. Mm-mm. Because you're in your soul and your spirit, you know you can be wrong. Yeah. You know when you, you know fucked it. up. You know You it. know when something's not working for you. So when you operating from a place of ego, like you said before, it's going to be hard to get out of those systems. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to create change and transformation in your life. Yeah. yeah. One thing about the ego, it stops you from doing a lot of shit, though. Facts. It stop you from your truest potential. The shit you need to be doing. Yes. Now, we got to do a whole episode about the ego. Have we done that? We haven't done that. I don't think we have. That could be a series if we did something about the it's, ego. It's, I, so, it's so vast. This whole podcast is going to be called The Ego Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How much I can talk about it, the ego. How much we can talk about it. Because ego shows up just like, you know, in cartoons they had a little devil on one side, the little angel on the other side. Ego shows up just like that, whispering in your ear like, yeah. No, no, you can't. You can't. The fuck no. We not doing that. You, you, and they think you a bad bitch on the net. We can't be seen doing this. Yeah, we can't be seen like this. No, fuck no, bro. They think you him. Like you can't be seen wearing this. Mm-hmm. So we gonna make that bad decision that we know gonna put us deeper in the hole, whatever hole we trying to get out of. Yeah, we gonna make that bad decision. And I love that you said like whenever you were was talking about, you know that I we can't do this. They think this. The ego operates from other people's perception. Like you care when you're operating from ego, you care a lot about what other people yeah. think as well. Yeah, it's like a third mind kind of thing. Yeah, you thinking in your mind what they thinking about you. Like it's like your ego is thinking or looking at the entire situation, trying to build actions that will receive the love that it wants. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. They, the ego will tell you to do certain things so you can get certain praise. Yes. Agreed. Not what needs to be done and what's better for you, but what's better... For your ego. Yes, for it. For the ego itself. It's yeah. The only person the ego cares about is... Is the ego. Is the it's ego. itself, yeah. The ego don't give a fuck. If you passed out on the floor, we look good before it, though. <laughs> <laughs> we look real good on the ground right before we passed out, I'm though. I'm hollering. You know, right before... I know we went broke spending on that jacket, but hey. I look good in it, though. Look at them likes. Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> look at them likes, though. Exactly. It's worth it. You know what I mean? The ego will just lead you down so many bad paths. It will. So after getting the ego in check, forgiving yourself, we're getting geared back up to actually make this big change. Next, we have to go into like what we believe slash our beliefs. Because mm. what you believe on, you focus on. And yeah. what you focus on does what? Expands, baby. Like all the time. You know, you can't you can't grow wings until you actually believe you can fly. Yeah. You have to actually believe deep down inside I can fly. Then wings might develop after that. I love this turn you've taken because I love talking about belief systems because yes. I'm very stern on the fact that what you believe may not be really what you believe. Yeah. We have things instilled in us from birth that may not have necessarily been told to us. Like, you know, like verbally, yeah, verbally but said, but we experienced it. We seen it. We seen mm-hmm. other people do certain things. So we, we took on those beliefs and your belief system can also be built on how you were treated. How do people yeah. treat me? If people treated me like I ain't shit, I might believe I ain't shit. Absolutely. I might believe I can't do X, Y, Z. Yeah. So I do think it's important to focus on what you actually believe, but think about what you actually believe. 
and it's important to rebuild those new belief systems. If you feel like what you experienced or your domestication doesn't serve you, it's important to rebuild your belief system and build build yourself back up too. Cause like yeah. a lot of times, like especially what we're talking about, that's a large part of it. Building mm-hmm. yourself back up. And that takes yeah. time. You've been beaten down. And mm-hmm. like I said, not always verbally. You know, it may be a be what you experienced. It may be, oh, I'm going online and I'm comparing myself. You like part of your beat down is you you beat yourself down. Yeah, I would say it's an eternal beat yes. down is the worst. Yes. I feel like more than physical, we beat ourselves up internally, spiritually, yeah. more than anything. Yes. I was listening to a podcast, Unpack and Bounce Back, my other favorite podcast. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but mm-hmm. I love that podcast. And she was just talking about how she would go. She asked, I guess Raina asked Sky, how often do you look in the mirror? She's like, I look in the mirror every day. And she was just saying she looked in the mirror so much to the fact that it affected her mentally. And it's, it made her stomach big, which we know bloat can happen out of anxiety, out yeah. of worry. Like if you, when you get anxious, you experience that that trauma, that pain somewhere. For me, mine is yeah. my gut for sure. What well, do you think yours is? Good, because our nervous system is in our gut. 90% yeah. of it is. So yeah. yeah. So the point I'm getting at is she would go in the mirror and break herself down. And I'm I'm guilty of that, especially yeah, yeah. when I had, like, my skin was breaking out really bad. Mm-hmm. I would just look in the mirror multiple times a day. Yeah. Multiple times a day and just continue to break myself down, pick myself apart. Yeah. When she was just saying she for six days, she didn't look in the mirror. I don't know how she did that. I'm like, when you wash your face, you know, do you do skincare? I don't yeah. know how she did it. But for six days, she said she didn't look in the mirror. Maybe she meant like a full body mirror. And she said she after six days, she noticed that her belly went down. Mm-hmm. She was like, I was causing this myself. This was self-inflicted. Yeah, I know. I know too much. About self-inflicted wounds with anxiety. I personally went through a period like that as well. I went through half a year where I just was, it was one of the worst mental parts of my life. The worst mental part. Yeah. Um, I had anxiety and like I said, it blew my gut up. Physically, like blew it up. Yeah. To the point daily where I would have mucus. Mm, I remember All the time that would just like come up through my throat. Yeah. It was because I had so much anxiety. I was so nervous. My nervous system had expanded, pushed my stomach out. And now the acid in my stomach was starting to come up my esophagus. Like anxiety plays a physical role. Yes. In how we live. Yeah. I asked you that the other, I think it was last week. I was just saying how I was drained. Yeah. I was so drained mentally. Mm-hmm. From things that I had experienced, from people that I had experienced and shared my energy with. And I asked you, no, I think I told you, I was like, I, I know this, but sometimes you be having to confirm because when we say shit, we don't really believe. Like, it's just like, we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. No. We don't believe it because we said it. And mm-hmm. that's back on like building yourself up and believing in yourself. But I was just like. You know, when you drain mentally, it can manifest into being physically drained. Because I was yeah, just yeah. so tired. But that's with everything. Everything starts from a mental space. Yeah. And if that shit get, like, really bad, it can manifest into physical form. Yeah, yeah, it can. It has to be checked. Our belief systems control so much of our lives. Yeah. Well, I, I can't, we can't state it enough what you believe in. You focus on, and what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. 
So no matter how long it takes, I know you took a lot of time beating yourself up. Take a lot of time building yourself back yeah. up. Piece by piece, very little. Brick by brick. I yes. built this shit. I built this shit. Me. Me. That's brick one of the, by it's one of the greatest <laughs> TV performances I've ever seen. Ever. Every time I hear brick by brick, can we hear you say it? Can you hear can we hear you? Ain't no, I ain't finna and I ain't finna let you mess it up because you don't like the way another, another nigga, nigga talk. Oh, if you God. know, you know. If Franklin. You know. God. Same. And with this process of going through change, our belief system, quieting the ego, we gotta make sure we're doing this for the long term. Yeah. Right? I believe that long-term change is very gentle. Mm-hmm. But it's consistent, but very mm-hmm. gentle. Mm-hmm. Like quick, dramatic change also has dramatic effects. Yeah. Physically, you know, mentally. Some can be positive, some can be negative. Mm-hmm. So I, I think when you go about change, that it be a long-term, gentle thing. When we think about a tree, you would have to date back Almost hundreds of years to get back to the first branch that showed up. Definitely. You know, it's a very gentle process to make a full tree. It, it is a long process, though, but very gentle. Agreed. In the same sense and very natural. So when we going in, into this mode to change our belief system, let it be very gentle. It took a long time. To, it took a long time while you was beating yourself down like that. Yeah. You know, that was for a very long time period where you were going against yourself. Yeah. So... That equal amount of time may be used to build you back up. Agreed. Agreed. And when we think about change being a gentle process, whether it be the change of our belief systems, the change, the transformation in our life, because I feel like a mental transformation, when it's happening, a physical transformation has no choice but to happen. But change don't always look like change. Although change is always happening, Sometimes we feel like nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it's important to note that change is always happening. It's not always evident. The mm-hmm. place that I'm in right now, and sometimes like, I feel like we have our, you know, when kids talk about time, right? Yes. It's not always reflective of actual time. Yeah, kid time like, is a lot different. Kid time is a lot different. Like, they be sitting there for 20 minutes and they could be like, I've been waiting for two hours. Yeah, like, I'm that's so kid bored. time. Like, yeah, you know how to be like, girl time. math, that's kid time. Yes, but adults have that same time thing. Yes, too. that's the inner child or, or mindset. Because I almost feel like the space that I'm in right now, I've been in it for a long time. And it feels like no change is happening. Yeah. But whether you see it or not, change is happening Mm -hmm. and it's not always evident in the day-to-day in the mundane life that you live so but but keep in mind it's always happening and I think because sometimes you you know you feel complacent and you feel stagnant and I almost get anxious sometimes when I feel like I've been here forever like ain't nothing happening in my life okay let's take a step back Last year, where were we? Mm-hmm. Well, think about where you were mentally, physically, spiritually. Mm, I'm sorry. There has been some change, even if it's the smallest change, even if it's not positive, even yeah. if it's negative change. Change did happen. Change has happened. Regardless. Now, of course, we want positive change. But just keep in mind, like you said before, change is a slow, gentle process. Yes. We can't always see it, but five years down the road, we may look and they're they maybe not even that long. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But there's this big transformation because change is always happening. Yeah, I think a lot of times we suffer from montage change. You go through movies, 
and like the main character, you know, yeah. working hard and they speeding up all the motion and mm-hmm. they, you know, just showing months going by in a span of two minutes. Yeah. And that's adult time. Like we be yes. we be thinking like it only take a little bit time to get us right. But dog, for, for the time period that we was down bad, we might need a little bit longer. We might need to go a little bit slower and gentler. Yeah, don't we, fall victim of montage change. No, I, and I think a lot of times we want to speed it up. But when you speed it up, you don't get the knowledge and experience yes. of going through that. Mm-hmm. So if you were blessed with everything you ever wanted right now, you probably would struggle with it. Just as you struggled in the past when you lacked those things. Because you don't know how to maintain these things. Yeah. I could give you, you know, all the money you, you ever wanted right now. But if you don't know how to manage that kind of money because you didn't go from uh, $100 to 1000 to the half steps a million. In between, you didn't take yeah. every step in between. You don't know how to manage this amount of money because you've never experienced it. Yeah. You know, it's like lifting weights. If I drop this amount of weight on you. Tell you to go bench press 200 and 250 and you've never bench pressed, you know, 90. How can you control this amount of weight? Exactly. Even in the, the they can be applied in a mental sense. So the weight. Yes. yes, I love that example. You have to go through the progression of things. Definitely. And I think with change, I think so many of us fall victim of wanting to see results. You yeah. have to fall in love with the process of change. You have to fall in love with the process of transformation, evolution, if not, you're not going to be happy. You're going to be waiting for that thing, whatever that thing is. That thing, it probably doesn't even exist. I feel like we all waiting for the big, like I've heard yeah, you say big, before, the, the big boom. Yeah, yeah, we all waiting on it. We all waiting on that, that trust fund to land. Yeah, and the, but, but the big boom doesn't exist without those, the everyday habits, the everyday Behavior. I'm trying to give another word for habits, but but, but yeah, every yeah, day the mundane that seems so boring, you know, that big boom, that that huge transformation doesn't exist without that. So change ain't always evident, but change is always happening. Yes, and like I said, take it slow so you can experience everything. So when you do get to full abundance, you will have the wisdom. I think a lot of times, like I said, we want things so early, we want everything right now. And another thing about abundance, like. I think it's important to understand that even regardless of what your situation looks like, you have to understand that abundance is with you now. You know, we may not yeah. have all the things that we want, but, but we I think we all have something to be grateful about. Yes. I think there's Internally, always... we got things to be grateful yes, about. Yes. Yes, for sure. So when you're going about your change and like building your plan of attack and how this is actually going to be implicated into your everyday life, this actual change... Like, be strategic and be honest with yourself while you're doing this process. You know, I like to say, like, be realistic with a little room for surprise. Okay. You know what I mean? It's realistic, but leave, leave a little leeway to see how far you can really take this thing. Mm-hmm. If you got a goal of 10, you know, that's, that's your realistic goal. I know that's a challenge for you. Let's push it to, you know, a solid 20 and just see what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Leave yourself some room for surprise, but be realistic. Be honest about this and be strategical about this change you want to be. I hate the word, word realistic. I know though. you do. I know you hate it. You hate the word I don't word like realistic. that word. I mean, because you never know. But agree. I mean, I, I do. I Bringing logic into it, because I feel like logic, even logic. I don't know. I just feel like I always want to shoot for the stars. But okay, I can't lose 
30 pounds in 10 days. Like, I, you yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that that's leave, just, now you bugging. You have to relieve some. Not in a healthy way. Yeah, yeah. But again, if you if you did have a goal of, like, losing weight, and you say I want to lose 30 pounds in the next, you know, six, six months. months. Yeah. That, that's realistic with a little bit of room for surprise at the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could lose even more or be right on point with it. I know you hate the word realistic, but at times in life, you do have to be realistic about your situation. That's about accepting, yeah. though, acceptance, where you are. Yes. I like the word acceptance. You like acceptance. But over realistic. It's well, just the wording. Thing against the word it's re- just the wording. I think maybe that's a, with like some experience that I've had. Maybe someone is, you need to be realistic. You need to be realistic. I think maybe I've heard people, that. I think realistic be in the room when a lot of people crush dreams. And that's where I that's think why I, I think experienced realistic gets it. That's the word from. Like, yeah. Let's be realistic now. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of those things like uh, Jay-Z has an uncle when he was starting his rap career. Who told him, like, you know, let's be realistic. You you think you would sell a million records. Jay has a line where my uncle said, I never sell a million records. I sold a million records a like million a million times. times. How dare someone tell Jay-Z he can't yeah. sell a million records? But, again, his uncle was just looking out for what he thought was best for him, projecting his ideas onto Jay-Z. Yeah, projecting how he perceived him onto him. Yes. But if Jay-Z would have let that... Got to him, got to affect him. his oh. belief system. Oh there would God. be no hope. When they got the Carter's album, we, there would be no Blue Ivy. That is the real treasure that we would not have. <laughs> that we would not have Blue Ivy. So <laughs> I thank Hope for not listening to his uncle. Agreed. I don't listen to my family members either. I don't listen to nobody, bro. When it's something that I want to do, yeah, I'm on that. I do it. Like I don't, I don't care. I may ask you for you for your advice, but if I want to do it, you already know, like. My mom, I've heard my mom say this. Yeah, when you say you want to do it, but this, it's always after I've done it, though. Yeah, of yeah, course. Definitely. When you say you want to do something, you do it. Like, people who know me, they know. When yeah, I yeah. want to do something, I'm going to do it, period. It's a good thing to be known for, guys. Yeah. You're really good at this. You're really good at this. <laughs> All of our insiders. I wonder, I'm curious as to know, I'm curious to know how many people actually get our insiders. There's also like this disconnect because we kind of talked about it earlier a little bit, but there's also this disconnect to people in your life who knew you before you were this version of you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I experienced that a lot in my life with mostly my mom. I think we used to bond over certain things. Um, my mom has this thing where she likes to talk about people. And, you know, oh, it's, yeah. she does. She loves oh, yeah. it. And admittedly, whenever I was a child, I had always seen her do that. So we would bond over that. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would do it, too. You know, it's harmless. You know yeah, what we're yeah, talking you, about? It yeah, seems yeah. harmless. It feels harmless. You had a little joke in. Yeah. And I feel like now I don't really do that. I don't, I'm more aware of, of that when she does that or mm-hmm. if I, you know, have the urge to do something like that. And it kind of creates... A disconnect. Mm -hmm. Something else, though, which is interesting, sometimes I notice a disconnect. Have you ever, like, felt disconnected with yourself? Yeah. So there's certain, excuse me, there's certain habits that really comforted me two Mm -hmm. years ago, three years ago. And I find myself going back into those habits. But, like, this new version of me, she don't really find comfort in that. It's more of a hindrance. So I'm like, who? it's like, who am I? You know? It, yeah. And I think that part of change can be difficult when you feel somewhat a disconnect of the older version of yourself. 
Yeah, I feel, and it's a positive and negative thing too. Yeah. Um, that disconnect from self, I've experienced it now. I've experienced it in negative ways, but for the first time, I'm starting to experience it in positive ways. Yeah. Um, really trying to take on that real leadership in this, like our family dynamic mm -hmm. with me, you, with myself, and holding myself accountable and holding everybody else around me accountable as well. There, that as me and you've been on this journey, your vlog missing me thirty days of a, a record a day. There are points where you'll come to me and be like, "Man, babe, I'm like a little tired, <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it today." And I'd be like, "Nah, you." In the past, I've been very more been very yeah, gentle on you. Like, yeah. I get it, babe. Like you've been through, you've been going through a lot. You know what <laughs> I mean? This, that, and the third or whatnot. But this time, I was like, no, nah, you negotiating with yourself. You need yeah. to do it. And I feel like with this specific challenge that we're doing, though, that's the point. To yeah. keep going regardless what of you, what we experiencing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Past what you know. And, like, the disconnect is, like, I'm listening to myself say this. And I'm like, damn, bro, you, you would have never said that six months ago. You know what I mean? I've been becoming a better leader for myself. I wanted to take more charge of my life and then... Again, for my family as well, leading them in the in the right path, no matter what. I know you might not want to do it. You might not want to hear this right now, but you finna hear it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I had to sit back and to myself, like, damn, bro, what's going on? I myself would ask me, like, what the fuck was going on? You said that. Hey, just take the ride <laughs> with me, bro. Take, don't say nothing. Just ride with. Just flow. He's spitting right now. Let him go, guys. <laughs> let that's, him eat. That's what the voices in my head saying. Like he's spitting right now. I don't know where he's getting this from, but let him go. Let's see yeah. where we go with this. Mm -hmm. When you going on change, you had a moments like when you're really doing it and it's positive and you feel the sweat on your back. If you if you a person that work out, you ever felt that cold sweat on you? It feels so good sometimes. Yeah. You feel like damn, I'm a beast. Yeah. I'm a beast. I'm going. I'm I'm going hard for this. Who am I becoming? This is so much different than who I was. I can feel the confidence yes. flowing through me right now. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. A disconnect from your old self can ultimately mean you are actually making the You're change. You're changing. You're changing. Yes, so, agreed. I was thinking of that when you were talking. A disconnect isn't all. A disconnect from self isn't always a bad thing. I don't think it's bad at all. But in the moment, it could feel weird. uncomfortable. It can it's feel weird. weird. But because you're noticed, like you're noticing, you're aware, like, damn, I, you notice that change. And that does, when you, when change is something that you see, because not everybody wants change, which no. is crazy. But mm -hmm. when you seek that change and that transformation, when you feel that disconnect from the old self and the new self, it, it, it's like job well done. Yeah, it's like it's happening. I, I'm standing up for myself. I would have never told that yes. person over it is. Like they've said that before, and I ain't never say nothing. But like yeah. I'm on them now. Like yeah, in a moment you like, damn, I'm in the middle. You can feel yourself sometimes presently in the middle of the change, mm -hmm. bro. And that is a like you said, it's a strange feeling, but a very good feeling. It's beautiful. It is. It's, it's it's something to live for. Yeah. Before we end it, I want to ask you a few questions. What changes, I know you discussed one, but what specific changes, whether it be good or bad, do you see in yourself as of lately? More determination through whatever's going on. Yeah. I think I think I learned to be gentle with myself. Mm. And through that process, I won't say I got too gentle, but I got very laxed on negotiating with myself. Yeah. I got very used to negotiating me out of things that I know I need to do. Yeah. And I did it in, you know, take care of your mental health, you know, take care of your 
spiritual health and things like that, I negotiated with myself a little too much when I learned how to give myself grace. Now I'm getting to a period where I'm starting to find the right amount of grace. Yeah. And the right amount of push. Yeah. So that for right now, that's the that's the big change I'm feeling. Sometimes that push or doing the thing that you don't want to do is taking care of your mental health. It's it taking is. care of your spirit. It's taking care of your soul. Because down the road, you're going to be like, I'm so thankful that I did this. Yeah. That I, I seen on TikTok maybe or I don't know who told it to me. Um, but it was like, do things that six months from now, you're going to thank yourself. Like, oh, thank God I made that decision. Yeah. Agreed. Do things I love that, that. that will set you up well. How about you? What change do I see in myself? So I'm a very emotional gal. Like that's just emotional who I gal. am. Emotional gal, emotional girl. And this happened to me today, actually. I got upset about something. And what I'm starting to do is actually analyze my emotions. Mm -hmm. So I got upset and I asked myself, what are you actually upset about? Are you actually upset at this person? Are you actually upset at this thing? And it was just like, no, that's actually not what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. What's actually going on is that I'm losing faith in the universe. Mm. In that moment, I lost faith in the universe. I lost faith in myself in that moment. So it's manifesting in anger. Yeah. So that's one change that I'm actually because I don't know if I've actually ever. I'm not gonna say ever, but not on a consi consistent basis as I have been recently analyzing my emotions and actually getting to the root. The root of things. Because I think so often we don't get to the root of things. Yeah, we'll like, yeah, you angry. Yeah, he pissed you off. Yeah, you'll take the surface. Yeah, you yeah, he pissed surface. you off. Yeah, he made me mad. This is ex I know people in my life, myself included, we get so angry, so caught up in surface level things. Yeah, this made me angry. But what's the actual root of that problem? Yeah. And in Western medicine fashion... You know, we take the surface level thing and this thing, this anger, this sadness, it keeps reappearing in our life because mm -hmm. we haven't gotten to the root of it. What's the real root issue? And that's what I've been. That's the question I've been asking myself lately when it comes to my emotions. What are you really upset about? Yeah. What are you really happy about? Yeah, I seen somewhere. I cannot remember where there was a study on like Tylenol. Tylenol. OK. Yes. Well, people was having headaches. And the study was basically trying to show if Tylenol was actually working for these people. Mm, I think it's a placebo effect. Kind of where they were having anxiety and stress moments and they'll take a Tylenol and they'll relax. Okay. But was the Tylenol relaxing you or the act of taking it calmed you down and you naturally calmed yourself down? Mm, there are studies, I don't know any the specific yeah. ones, but there are studies where they had an actual Tylenol. Well, I'm not going to say Tylenol pill because I don't know if it was actually the Tylenol. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But an actual pill that actually was supposed to rid you of your symptoms yeah. and then a pill that was absolutely nothing. And the people who took the pill that was absolutely nothing still, still felt though like that, that calmness of whatever that pill was supposed to provide. I often wonder how much of this Western medicine actually heals versus you actually just calming down in your body, taking its natural course in healing. Yeah, especially illnesses that aren't on, you know, a, a severe level. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially like, you know, I got a headache or, um, you know. Yeah, things of that nature. Yes, yeah. agreed, agreed. So what's something that changed, whether it be in your life, whether it be, you know, in your being, that was hard for you to accept? I think for me, accepting that I got a lazy bone mm. was difficult. 
And it goes back to, like I said, negotiating with myself, talking myself into putting things off in the name of giving me grace. Yeah. And I, I think it all triggers from a little bit of a lazy bone that, or it might be an entitled, a piece of me that feels entitled. Maybe my ego speaking that, like, I don't want to drop another EP. I've dropped enough. I should be I should be on by now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've done enough work. Mm-hmm. I've done enough. That can produce a piece of laziness in you. Yeah, because what's you, enough? Because what's enough? Who, who says? Who's to say? Who's to say what's enough and who's to say your breakthrough ain't through the next one? Yeah. So a tough thing that I've had to come and realize is that I, I myself can have a lazy bone. Yeah. What about you? Control. Hmm. I think inherently, too, because my mother loves to control things, people. Yeah. Because when you... Feel like you can control shit. That brings some level of comfort. Mm-hmm. Knowing what's coming. Huh? Knowing what's coming. Knowing, comfort, knowing yeah. what to expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. knowing what to expect. And when you can control, and when you know what to expect, you're always going to get what you've always gotten. Yeah. Which creates a sense of comfort. A system. A system. But there's no growth in that, though. There's no mm-hmm. change in it, you know? But yeah, seeing that, accepting the fact that like, wow, you really like to control shit. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. Because even sometimes where we are discussing, like, our podcast notes, and you're like, like, when you're working with somebody, you have two different perspectives. So they want to yeah. deliver and do things in a different way that you do. Mm-hmm. So I think, obviously, having you have, being on this podcast with you has allowed me to kind of let go of some kind of control. But sometimes I would notice, like, Oh, whoa, he wants to do it like this. Like, I would get, ooh, like a deep pain. Like, ooh, girl. Like, you know, because I'm not in control. Yeah. But releasing that control and learning to flow has been amazing for me and my well-being. But accepting the fact, moving the ego out the way and be like, girl, yeah, you really like to control stuff. Absolutely. Is there anything you like to change about your current reality or about yourself? Anything I like to change about my current reality. What about yourself? Yeah. I'd like to change my intention factor as of late. I feel like I've been, I'm in that process. And when you, like you said, when you're in the process of something, you start to analyze it, you get to see it. I see that sometimes I let my intention just slip into Mm. just things that just don't serve me. Yeah. Whether it be scrolling whether it be mindless conversations with someone else or whatever it might be, I can I can see my attention. I'm reeling it back in as of late, but I, I could also see my attention just going to places that it don't need to be. And when I do that, that's what usually affects with my sleep because I'm having conversations uh, about things that I don't even, too much even care about, but I'm yeah. trying to find a way to care about it because I put focus on it. Yes. What you yes. focus on expands. Yes. So that's why I'm trying to drift my attention back to me in my life. Yeah, I love that. What about you? When I actually when I wrote this question down, I knew exactly what I was going to say, but as we talk about it, it's all like a blank. What is something that I want to change about my current reality or about myself? I think the thing that I want to change, I'm already <laughs> You looked over there cuz I'm looking over there. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Look at this. That's how I do. That's that's my thinking area. That's where I, how my that's where my thoughts come from over there. I see that. 
But um, I think the things that I want to change, I'm already doing them. Ooh, I know what it was. Okay. I want to stand up for myself, mm. especially when we're talking about a business aspect. Like I said the other day, I was having a conversation with a friend who told me, you know, you give people the benefit of the doubt too much. And I think I often, I don't want to be seen as a bitch when it comes to business. When it like Especially as a woman, a black woman, mm -hmm. if you stand up for yourself, you can sometimes like, oh, she's a bitch. She's this. She's that. But again, that's me having to wipe away those perceptions and not give a fuck what nobody else thinks. Yeah. But really just standing up for myself when it comes to my business, my livelihood. Yeah. Because so many times I have, and I've let things slip through the crack. And as I was telling my friend, how do I, how am I on here on a podcast telling my my community, our community, show up for yourself, stand up for yourself. And I'm not doing that. The math ain't mathing. So something that I'm looking forward to continue doing is to stand up for myself in a respectful way. You can stand up for yourself and be yeah, respectable. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Standing up, standing on business. I definitely prefer women to be. I've always preferred. I've always told you I like when women have the reputation. Oh, she's a bitch. Yeah. I've always favored those women. I've always been able to be very cool with them women. Like a lot, a lot of men don't because that shit come from mostly men a lot of times. Oh yeah. When you say the woman, oh she's a bitch. I'd much rather work with women like that. Be around yeah. women like that. That's gonna stand up for something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Even Beyonce, she was like. I'm paraphrasing, but she had trouble in a sense, I think, setting up for her, for herself because she said something. Yeah, I know, the, like, I know the interview you're talking about. Yeah, she said something like, it's not about, I had to learn how to like not be nice. Yeah, like, Because yeah. she was like, I always wanted to be nice. nice. Me, like, I, I'm guilty of that. I wanted mm -hmm. to be, I want to be nice. Yeah, I think a lot of women, when they want to come into a room, they want to be very graceful, very nice. Mm -hmm. People feel that almost mothering kind of energy around them like they just love everybody and when a man gets to come in and be dominant the fuck he wanna be, yeah. you know what i'm saying and, and have it his way and, and we pat him on the back for it but if a woman comes in that way it's like oh we love gender roles yes don't we? yes they do love gender roles. gender stereotypes whichever it might be <laughs> but not to make it too long-winded on y'all i know we laid a lot on y'all today we did with that being said thank you so much for being here with us today for allowing us into your space remember to give yourself permission to change we're sending you so much peace so much love so much abundance and every single thing you need in this moment we'll talk to you next time bye peace <laughs>